Society 13 Podcast Network. Redefining Podcasts. Society-13.com I like to listen. Welcome to Channel 9 of the STRY Radio Network, where stories live. to this podcast. Be aware, this show often uses very naughty language. If you don't like that, you shouldn't listen. Send your complaints to I am a whiny baby with no sense of humour at nightstory.com or stop by the studio. I'll take you for a ride to a story of my choosing. Welcome to episode number 417 of the Ninth Story Podcast. This will be exit interview number two. Exit interview number one was uh, John Towers. And today I have good friend, the stepfather in the studio. Hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You're exit always... interview. It sounds like I uh, did something wrong. No, it's my exit interview. <laughs> um, so today I thought since your show, the Caveman Mafia Podcast, is about manliness and being a man and right uh truth and common sense and, and that sort of thing maybe we would focus a little bit on the show's evolution on your side and also kind of talk a little bit about just the general idea of men throughout history and men throughout the ages okay uh because i know that's going to be the the new focus of your show is is kind of to gear towards like a um celebration of of being a man type of right. thing right Right, truth, truth, and common sense, and the fact that it's okay to be a man in the 21st century. Yeah, you don't have to be emasculated, right? Because we've done a really good job of that as a society over the last, I don't know, 1940s, 1950s. When did it start? Probably in the in the late 50s and, and 60s. We started to move towards this this current state, or towards our feelings. Yes, it, it was less important less important to stand up and do the right thing and do the right thing all the time and more important for us to make sure nobody's nobody's feelings got hurt right so today we're gonna hurt some feelings um <laughs> if you don't like that kind of thing if you need a safe space this show is not for you uh you can turn it off now right If, if you if you're okay with with things being put out there that you may not agree with and dealing with it and thinking through it and being a man about it or a strong woman about it then go ahead keep listening right that's right so so why don't we start with uh, caveman mafia for those who have not heard of the show or um, aren't current listeners what how did you start that show? Well, and initially, I believe it was um, a, a group of friends um, were podcast. The podcast realm had exploded, yeah. And we were listening to the podcast, what we like, what we didn't like, um, the things that we do as men in our lives, and wanting to take that and have a conversation with uh, with everybody where 
no matter where you were at across the United States, across the world, but you could sit down with a group of guys, like-minded guys, and just have a conversation. Yeah, have a good time. Feel like you were walking into that speakeasy or walking into the poker hall or you know poker night with the guys, mm-hmm. and you could talk about what's going on with society, what's going on in our lives, how how the things that we see relate to everybody, the everyday man yeah. uh, in our world. Um, and I think part of what happened is um, it became a, a conversation with us and a lot of it was inside stuff. Mm. So we needed to bring, to branch that out. So we're working towards branching that out and making it more more topical, more segmented, where we're actually talking things that may be important to men. Yeah. So it's a little more structure to yes. let the audience know what they're getting from week to week. Right. And uh, for those that listen to this show and might miss me whenever I hand over my show to Jeanette and Alexander uh, at the end of episode 420, um, I'm actually going to be joining the crew over there at the Caveman Mafia. And you can tune in and listen to that. I think uh, within the next week or two here, I'll probably be free to start being a part of the group, which nice. is gonna, which is exciting and fun. Um, I really liked the, the the latest episode that I heard where you guys had some recipes to talk about. Yep. Um you, you uh, poisoned out with some uh, with some whiskey, with some whiskey, yeah, some sugar. That's right. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Good stuff. I think I, I, I could tell it all doesn't drink very often, right? Because he had uh, kind of a strong reaction to that <laughs> to that alcohol. I think that's one of the one of the things that uh, as as men that we do um, is we. We're no different. We like recipes. We like to get our hands dirty. We like to make some food. Yeah. And I think what we focus on whenever it comes to the recipes that we're going to do there um, are things that men would love to eat. Yeah. Um, so there might not be that many kale salads or um, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with right. that. Uh, obesity is a problem. Uh, something I struggle with is myself, but uh, yeah, I have a few extra pounds carrying. Around. Not a not a recipe I'm going to share with anybody is going to be uh, how I enjoy my kale salad or milkshake. Right now, this is about <laughs> this is about unapologetically admitting that we are men and that there are certain things that most men like. Right. Um, not that there's not going to be stuff there for ladies if they want to listen to the show too, but it's going to be a very man centric show, and I think that's okay because. There's not a lot of that out there these days. It's, Men seem yeah, to be hard afraid to be. to be a man. Yeah. I mean, we were talking before the show. I mean, looking back to like my grandfather's generation and he was in World War II to where we are today. I think there's been a huge shift in society, you know, from where we started and where we are now. Yeah. And I think that there are things that men feel that men like that men are interested in. And it's almost like you have to kind of be embarrassed to be interested in those things. Uh, and I think that's wrong. I think I think the biggest thing is entitlement. I think yeah. uh, the only thing that that us as human beings and as men are entitled to is a fair shot. Right. That's it. Everything else is is on you. Um, at eight or nine years old, maybe ten years old, I got my first paper route. Yeah. I wanted something. Right. I wanted a video game. I wanted new clothes. I wanted new shoes. I didn't want to be the guy with quote unquote toughies as we called them uh, <laughs> on the block for having the no name shoes. Right. I got a job. I was a paper boy and I yeah. bought the shoes that I wanted and it was on me at that point. It was on me. If there And I understood that if there was something that I wanted, I had to be willing to get it for myself. I had to be willing to, and it, I wasn't entitled to anything. No, that's, I mean, that's exactly right. Society is not there to take care of those who can do for themselves, right? Those that can do for themselves should, 
And that's what it's there for. I mean, people complain all the time about, oh, you know, somebody's scamming this system or scamming that system. Why? I mean, it makes that's not the way I was raised. Right. It's almost like if if you need the help and you truly need it, it's there for you. But if you don't, your your job is to take care of yourself, right? Should be, should be. I mean, I speaking from experience, you know, I was the one. I, I have a brother. I was the one who uh, applied myself and wanted to learn and you wanted to become kid. more. No, I was the bad kid, but I was <laughs> I was I was straight A kid, but I was yeah. the bad kid. I was the wrong child. My brother, on the other hand, spent every waking moment trying to figure out how to manipulate the system, yeah. only for it to fail on him mm. and still come out smelling like roses. So. <sighs> So unfair. So unfair. It takes a lot more work to be a criminal than it, sure it does, does to just do the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes being a criminal is more lucrative. Yeah, and but, it can be more fun. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what Grand Theft Auto is for. Right. Yeah, you can live that dream. There's definitely been times in my life where I've bit my tongue into, to, to myself under my breath. Damn, I'm ashamed I'm a Boy Scout. <laughs> You know, it's it's funny, too, because that's one of the problems that I see in in society and in culture is we're afraid to say what we actually believe because it it's going to hurt somebody and then we're going to have to deal with it. I mean, I don't think we we effectively change as a society if we don't have a conversation where right. people are uncomfortable. Right. You, you can't just hide things. You, you have to bring it out into the open and deal with it. Right. You know, it's like we you talk a lot about people in, in safe space now. You know, I, I need my safe space. What? What the fuck is that? <laughs> That's called close your doors, make no friends, don't understand the community around you. Right. Don't build up the community around you so that we can all be better together as a collective. Instead, I'm going to play with my dolls or my ball in my room by myself where everybody in right. the four foot area that I'm in can love me. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't need to deal with adversity. Now, that's not to say that there aren't some motherfuckers out there on social media that are just aggressively stupid. Right. Um, that I might not want to pay attention to anymore because it's just like every five minutes they're trying to give me their opinion on this, that, or the other thing. Or this is here's me eating cheer. Fuck you. Right. Dude, I don't need to know every minute of your day, my friend. If you got something important to say, I'll listen to you as long as it's not constantly the same thing. And I think that's one of the good things about uh, what we do on the K-Man Mafia podcast is as close as we are as friends and as similar tastes we have, politically, we're all on different ends yeah. of the spectrum so that we can make for conversation that's good. Yeah, be and nothing's off topic. I mean, nothing's right. off the off the table. Nothing is something that you can't talk about. Um, so it's it's good to get that discussion going because, you know, that's how we change you know, I, I think a lot differently today than I did 10 years ago, hopefully for the better, you know, and I, there's a lot of things that I could look back. If I could meet my tenure, you know, myself 10 years ago, I'd probably shake the shit out of myself and go, why do you think that you're so stupid? Right. You know, but that's, that's the nice thing about being on this planet and being alive is as long as you don't block out other opinions, your opinions can change and hopefully collectively we get better. But you're not allowed to flip flop anymore. No. <laughs> You're well, not allowed to learn and change, bro. <laughs> right. Well, you know, two years ago, you said this. Yeah, and I was fucking wrong, okay? Right. I, I learned stuff <laughs> since then. I learned a lot of shit since then. And this is why I think differently now. 
but that's inconsistent. Yeah, that's called growth. Right. It's called life. It's it's like if you read a story, if if the ending of the book, the characters are in the same state they are at the end of the book as they were in the beginning or movie or whatever, it's a fucking shitty movie or a shitty book. Right. By the end of that book, by the end of that movie, there should be some significant change and probably one motherfucker should be dead. Right. right? I mean, that's drama. Um, well, you know, unless it's comedy. Well, no, killing people is funny, too, sometimes. Right? Oh, absolutely. And it's hilarious. <laughs> so before we get too political, <laughs> you know, one of the um, one of the things that I thought we, we could talk a little bit about since, you know, the, the theme of the caveman mafia is manliness and being a man and, and being that unapologetically. Um, what are some of the, the role models that you see as being good men to follow or good men to aspire to be um that's kind of a hard question to answer well, let's, because, let's just go with movies because you're a big movie guy well i would say that the reason why i think that can, that can be a hard question to answer is because the rough and tumble types that we know mm-hmm. i think we only know the rough and tumble types because modern day social media wasn't around to blast them ah um, you know, to catch them doing the things that they, they shouldn't be doing. I mean, I still think there was a simpler lifestyle. Um, yeah, it's, you, it's hard to judge a time by our standards, you know? Right. Like, if you look back at the 40s and 50s, I think that that's kind of, like, where the end of the the true man was. Um, however, there were, some, there were some good things, there's some bad things that we lost, uh, like misogyny and racism. I mean, that's, they still exist, but not in the same way that it was just kind of accepted as breathing back then. Right. You know, um, like if you look at, I recently watched a couple of Bond movies. Uh, I'd never seen Dr. No, I had never seen From Russia with Love. And Sean Connery is kind of a man, you know, and, and a lot of people look to him as like suave and debonair. And, but when you watch those movies with modern standards, like if I had watched those movies as as a younger man, I probably would not have caught some of the things that I did. Right. You know, or you would have thought 40s. it was funny or right. cheeky. Right. Right. You know, I mean, like he kind of forces women into bed. Um, he kisses them. They try to get away. He kisses them a little harder. And all of a sudden they fall into it. And it's like, oh, okay, this is what I really wanted. Like um, there's a great scene from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark like that with Marianne right. and, and, and Indy where, you know, they're, they're fighting in the, uh, and he, he basically kind of forces her into kissing and they, they end up having sex and they both love it. It's a little rapey, um, right. <laughs> but, but you know, it, like modern standards that it's hard to judge those older movies by what we now understand, you know what right. I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, if you look at kind of some of the, the macho manly type guys, the, the modern macho man has a soft side too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say so, most definitely. They're they're a lot they're a lot better groomed. Um, yes, nowadays. I mean, but I would say the ultimate man's man from films and stuff that I've always watched would be Sam Elliott. Okay, I don't think there's any more definition of a man's man than than Sam Elliott. Now, in in more recent times, he shaved off his mustache, so not so much. Yeah. But, I mean, that mustache made the man. Tom Selleck? Tom, exactly, yeah. I mean, Tom Selleck had a fucking nice mustache. He still probably still does. Nice, yeah, still I mean, nice that's mustache. a fucking... It's like, I'm going to cast Tom in this movie and his mustache. Right. You know, it, the mustache probably gets a cut. It has to. Um, yeah, I mean, you look at, like, what, Stallone, 
some you know from our childhood because we grew up in the eighties, right? Um, you had Stallone, Swayze, Swayze. Then there's the there's the softer side that that you're talking about too when it comes to Swayze. I mean, you like can ghost. you can be a man and do stand up for the right things and be good with your hands and be a hardworking individual, but also be a tender lover. Yeah, and that's that's where uh, Patrick Swayze gets us. Yeah, it was. Um... <laughs> That's right. He's a tender lover. I'm going to save that as a soundbite. You can be a tender lover. I love her. Um, yeah, but Swayze um, in uh, what was the one with the with the girl, the Dirty Dancing. Okay. Um, like he stood up and he took the blame for being the one that knocked the the one girl up. Yes. Right? Yeah. Even though it wasn't him, it was not him right? because he he knew that someone had to be responsible for her. Right. Well, and and he also knew that nobody would ever believe it was the rich kid that did it. Right. That it had to be the guy from the wrong side of the track. So I might as well be what you expect me to be. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the stuff like that speaks to I think manhood. You know, right. to being a man, to to take the onus for something, to be the responsible yeah. party. I mean, you don't want to admit to something you didn't do, but in that situation, it was kind of like, what's the right? What's the man thing to do? Right. right. Well, what's what's man gonna, up? What's going to solve the problem? Um, they they need somebody to point the finger to. They're already expecting that it's you or that it's one of your kind, right? So to speak. So just give them just give them what they want, accept the consequences. But you can being the better man doesn't mean that you necessarily have to pronounce that you're the better man. And I think that's a exactly too. yeah. It's it's it. You don't have to say that you are you, right. it's basically your actions that define you not what you not who's loudest about it that type of thing right do you have any uh any favorite action heroes any any favorite manly men that you know you feel like like i'll I'll say steven seagal back in the day okay you know like some of those movies are super cheesy but you can't help but at least for me i can't help but watch it and love it you know right right same thing with schwarzenegger movies i mean a lot of those are super cheesy but back in the 80s you know uh raw deal was it and yeah. um um commando uh I mean, predator right predator yeah predator that's fucking there's so much testosterone <laughs> coming out of that movie well i mean this day and one of the greatest uh christmas movies of all time bruce willis and die hard oh yeah there's, you know, that's that's your man, your man's man right there. I don't, I don't know if we have that so much today. I mean, we have Vin Diesel. Uh, yeah, like it, it breaks my heart. <laughs> it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. It's sad. It is sad. <laughs> Jason Statham, he's hanging on, but oh yeah, but I'm Jason Statham, right? <laughs> this is my brother, my mother, and my father. It's the code, right? So, so for me, I would say uh, Chow Yun Fat. Uh, from okay. all the John Woo wounds, yeah. uh, hard-boiled the killer, better tomorrow. Now, Statham, he's kind of an interesting character, though, because not only is he, like, the man, and he knows his martial arts, and he's just a cool, suave guy, but the ladies like him, too, because he's he's not bad-looking. Right. You know, right. so do you, maybe that's the change. I don't know. Is it like when they tried to make the, the action star appeal to both both sexes so that you can take a date to that movie, and they're not going to be like, you're there for the action and what the, what's going on, and she's there to go. Look at him; he's cute. Look at his butt. Oh God! Yeah, it was a, it was definitely a different type. Whenever we were whenever we were coming up, it was it was like even like in nowadays, the men buildings blow up around them, but there's no dirt on their face. Yeah, their shirts aren't ripped unless it's completely off. 
you know, in in our day, they they would look like they've actually been through hell because it was supposed to be an action sequence. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and take a quick break, and we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the modern man. enough of us oozing men that's right (laughs) testosterone city so aside from being able to grow beards well some some ladies can grow beards yeah here's my list of things that i think are important for a man to do okay let's start there one look people in the eye I think that is very, very important. I As think, I look all over the know, place, except I, your eyes. Now, now you're like laser beaming me. That's <laughs> it's, it's a. I don't know. It's a sign of distrust or unfavor or like you don't care to be around the person that you're with. If you're or not, you're then don't be in that room. But look, look somebody in the eye when yeah. you when you're talking to them. Let them know that you're here. You're relevant and that yeah. you care. Um, do what's right. Now, maybe you know what's right. Maybe everybody has a jaded sense of what's right and what's wrong. Um, If you feel that it's something you want, it more than likely it's wrong. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because need is not not right. Yeah, this is true. Need need is more uh, selfishness and ego than it is. It's about satisfying the immediate need, the the immediate urge. Right. So it's almost a little bit Buddhist what you're saying there. You just have to stop and think about what you're going to do before you do it. Right. And be conscious of it and be kind enough with yourself to realize, you know, I was going to do this, but that's not the right thing. I should do this. So don't just go out there and, and engage in every urge that you have. Right. Right. Hold the door for people, not just women, for people. It's okay for you to be second in line. Yeah. It's it's very okay for you to be second in Yeah. Line. I mean, I, that goes into like manners and etiquette right. and... Like one of my biggest pet peeves, I got to be honest, is like happy holidays. I think something's lost there. You know, if, if, if somebody came up to me that was Jewish and said happy Hanukkah, I would say happy Hanukkah back. Right. You know, I'm not Jewish, but I respect the fact that, you know, you're trying to say, hey, I'm wishing you good tidings. Right. I don't happy holidays just feel soulless to me. Uh, Merry Christmas is the standard greeting that I grew up with. Right. Um, and you know, like people that were Jewish would say Merry Christmas to you because that's what you do and or I, any other religion. I, I, I mean, I don't want yeah. to pick on just two religions, but right. you know, I mean, and I don't think, I don't think, I think it gets misconstrued why people were saying it and I, anytime I've ever said Merry Christmas is it because it's the Christmas season and I'm wishing you well, right. It's not because I'm trying to force my baby Jesus <laughs> Into your home. Right. 
so that if thou doesn't repent and accept him, that you'll have fire and eternal damnation. People are so fucking touchy about religion. Yeah. Just super touchy. It's like, okay, I don't share your religious views. I may not share your political views, but I'm going to be a good person because that's part of it. Like you said, do the right thing. That's part of not only being a good man, but just being a good person is that you do things for the right reason. Right. You try not to hurt other people. There, there should, when I say do the right thing, it's things like there should never be a reason where there is garbage within two feet of a garbage can. Oh, yeah. There's if no you see reason it, you pick sh- it up and put well, it in there. There's no and there's no reason that you should miss. Right. It's I am not I'm the first to say that I don't necessarily believe in the entire uh man is destroying the earth by polluting it, but at the same time you need to be responsible for yourself. Yeah. Just because I don't necessarily believe in global warming doesn't mean that it doesn't make sense to have a car that can get 40 miles to the gallon versus a car that can get eight <laughs> miles to the gallon. Right. Doesn't mean that I should be burning everything in my backyard that doesn't. I mean, as men, I'm personally not a hunter, but people hunt and you hunt either for sport or you hunt for for food. Mm-hmm. And if you're not taking care of the environment around you, the things that you're going to kill are going to be unhealthy for you to eat. Yeah, that's why you can't eat a lot of fish anymore because right. there's so much mercury <laughs> in the fucking water now. The Earth doesn't fucking care. It's going to be here. It's survived fucking asteroid and comet impacts. Right. It got hit by a planet before. That's where the moon comes from. So it's going to be here. It's going to be okay. It's going to make it through it. The dinosaurs died off, and we're still here. The planet still right. works. I mean, if it takes the, it kills us in it, order exactly. for it to be okay. That's what's going to happen, right? It'll it'll <laughs> shake its it'll shake us off like fleas. It'll just right. be like I've had enough of you fuckers. You're all going to die now because of what you did to the planet. But you know, a million years from now, everything will be back to normal. And maybe next time they'll start with some other noble creature <laughs> instead of monkeys, right? You ever seen monkeys? They fling shit at each other. That's that's where that's where well, we came from. Right? Today we call that social media. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, good call. Very nice. Very nice. See, the evolution we, of man. We put down our feces and picked up a smartphone. Oh, that's awesome. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. That's so true. So, what are some of the other things? I, I didn't mean to um, sidetrack you there. Just be courteous. Be courteous to everybody. Stay in your lane. Like it's it's not it's not. What if important. I have to put my mascara on? I'll, I'll tell you. I'm sorry. That was a that was a very misogynistic statement. But I, as a man, do wear a mascara. No, I'm just kidding. Nothing uh, wrong with that. That's right. If you want to, that's your thing. Right. It's it's your business. It makes you feel pretty. It's it's okay. I I don't think that beer should taste like water. No, it should not. Uh, you like craft brewed beer. I like I like beer that has a flavor to it. Yeah. If you can sit down and drink a thirty pack of beer, you're not drinking good beer. <laughs> It's, it's uh, our friend Tony Tony Rossick calls that lawnmower beer, right? Because that's you know it's good for like after you're out hot and sweaty playing basketball or, or finish cutting the lawn, you want something that's got a little bit of a uh, little bit of alcohol to it, a little bit of you know not just plain water, right? Um, and it's it's the best beer you're ever going to have. You can't drink a thick stout after right. being out cutting the lawn, <laughs> but if you're going to sit down and drink beer, it should taste like something. Yes, absolutely, right. right. And I think your food should have taste. And that doesn't necessarily mean salt. Yeah. There are other things to season your food with other than salt. You know, food used to taste better when I was a kid. Yes. Because things weren't so fucking processed. Yes. That's why I like to go to an old school butcher 
and, and get, you know, I don't buy my meat at Walmart or uh, Giant Eagle or right. supermarket, wherever. I buy it from a local butcher because it's not as processed. It's fresh meat, you know? Right. There's definitely a difference. Big De- difference, big difference. Especially if you're going to not use a ton of seasoning. You know, if you're not right. going to load it up with salt. I mean, you know, like a chicken breast. Those things are, like, if you go buy those frozen bags of chicken breasts, there's so much salt in those things. Yeah. Like, you can, like when you cook them, the water comes out. It's just salt water. You get real chicken from a butcher shop. You can actually do other things with it. It's not loaded with fucking sodium. You're exactly right. I am. I know. It's my <laughs> show. I'm right. I think I think we should drive on in the fast lane all the time. I think the I think the right lane for a highway is meant for uh, entrance and exits. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of a lot of highways say you you drive on the right hand side and the left lane's for passing. Yeah, that's bullshit. The left lane is for driving. The right lane is to get off to get on and to, and to move around. If I'm if I'm driving eighty miles on the same road. I'm not going to be in the right-hand lane where people are moving in front of me to get on the road or moving in front of me to get off yeah. the road. Stay in the left lane. We need to work on these things. You got you got <laughs> plans. You got ideas. He's got a team. He got a, I'm going to make this country great again. It's it's just about common sense. Yeah. And common sense says you be respectful of each other. That doesn't mean you have to like what everybody does. That's not what being a man is about. But being a man is saying it's okay for you to think that. I don't agree with it. And if you want to force it upon me, then there's going to be problems. Yeah. To a certain extent. I mean, we all need to evolve and we all need to realize that, uh, that one way isn't the right way. Yeah. I mean, that open discussion is part of that. And right. we're so worried now about political, political correctness, um, not saying things that are going to hurt other people's feelings, giving out participation trophies, things like that. Those are all things that impede progress. If you don't, if you don't have a sense that you've earned something, yeah, you're not going to respect it, right? I mean, and people and people know. I think deep down, once these the the participation trophy people get older, they're going to know that every time that they receive that trophy, they didn't earn that trophy yeah. because once the cold hard facts of the real world hit them that you're not as important as all those trophies say that you are. You are not a unique snowflake. Right. Fight that, club. That it's just going to make people more depressed. Probably. Probably. I mean, I, I, I appreciated everything that I ever won, you know? Right. Because I actually worked hard to get it and I hated fucking losing, but you know what? It builds character. It, it teaches you that you don't always win. Um, and it takes hard work to get there. Right. You know, it's just like anything that you do, be it a podcast or, you know, a book you're writing or something you're painting or whatever you're creating. It takes hard work to do that. And if you're not willing to put in the time, you're not going to win. You're not going to succeed. You know, it's, it's one of the old things that, um, and I've, I've mentioned this a million times. Conan O'Brien said whenever he left the, uh, the tonight show, which is, you know, paraphrasing, be nice, be do be kind to people and work really hard and, and amazing things will happen. Right. And that's all it is. You know, if you be a good person, you be a good man and you work hard, things happen. You can't expect other people to just hand you shit. Right. And that's sad that we've gotten to that point where that is what some people believe that, you know, the, the state is like a big grandpa that's supposed to take care of you and give you money. That's not the way that it works. Right. I think uh, when you go into the movie theater, you shut the hell up. Oh, for God's sake. It's a movie yes. theater. 
I think, especially as much as fucking movies cost nowadays. Right. Respect the other people that are there. If you if you're an individual who needs to be on your cell phone, get there early and get in the back row. Yeah. So then your cell phone does not bother the other people that are in the theater. It's it's about respect. If you're going to a restaurant for the first time and you're going to order something off the menu, order it as it is. If you don't like it, there are other things on the menu to order. <laughs> I I love the uh there's there's a a, a scene in uh, the crew. I don't know okay. if you've ever seen this. It's a movie about a bunch of uh, older mobsters that are living in Florida. It's like Burt Reynolds and uh, uh, Mr. Holland's opus, Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. Okay. Um, so Burt Reynolds is working at a Burger King, and somebody comes in and they want they want like the hamburger, but no pickles, no onions. And he leans over to him and he goes, "Special orders do upset us. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want it." Order something else. Yeah. Now, if you've been there four or five times and you've tasted what the chef has created and you don't like it, then I believe you have the right to modify it. Yeah. But if it's your first time and it's the first time you having that, respect it. It Somebody's hard work went into creating that piece of art that you're going to eat. If you don't yeah. like it, order something else. There's always chicken fingers and fries on every menu. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my favorite is always people that put tons of salt on shit before they even take a bite. Yes. Like, how do you know how salty it is? Right. And I mean, like, again, unless you've had this meal 15 times. Right. You know, may- maybe then, you know, well, the pot roast here is great, but it needs more salt. Right. And some people do salt light. But uh, yeah, I-, I never understood that. Like, you you hand somebody a meal and they're just like, okay, putting that salt on there. Still shaking it. <laughs> Still putting some more salt on there. Because it looks like Parmesan oh, cheese whenever right. they're done. It's like encrusted. <laughs> I don't. I don't. As a rule, I don't even put salt and pepper on the table whenever I serve dinner. Oh yeah, because I I cook it the way I cook it. If you're unhappy with the way I cook it, cook it yourself. <laughs> don't come over to my fucking house, dude. right? I mean, whenever whenever I have guests over, I bring the salt out because everybody has their own individual taste. But mm-hmm. I, I'm the same way. Taste it for what it is first. Right. You don't know what it's like until you try it, and then you can shape it into your own and that's the other thing if you get good quality food good quality meat good quality vegetables you don't need to do all that fucking shit to it what else grocery stores yeah there is a beginning and an end they're put together a certain way for a certain reason celebrate it (laughs) i hate I can't stand people. You gotta give me a little more on that i can't stand people that are absolute chaos or they they go into the they go into the grocery store and they started aisle two then they go to aisle eight and then they come back to aisle oh, three those fucking people the grocery store is, is put together in a certain way so you get your, you get your produce you walk through all the other aisles you end with the stuff that needs refrigerated and that because then you're checking out and you're in your car and you're gone so that stuff is there it's out of the cold for yeah. the shortest distance or shortest length of time what about these grocery stores that rearrange their fucking store every six months <laughs> that pisses me off because like i got a plan i got a pattern i know what i'm doing and then all of a sudden i hit it i'm like what the where's what the fuck is all this shit right <laughs> fuck and then i turn into one of those people that you're talking about because you're I'm like, all bouncing all over the fuck place. i gotta find this next because oh yeah right it's 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 disheartening it, it, it screams uh anger in in my head uh <laughs> what also is common sense to me uh 
why anybody writes checks anymore is beyond me. Oh yeah, but please. you don't get to write a check in a uh, in a speed lane or an no. express lane. No, you don't. Five it's, items or less. In fact, ten if, items or less. If you've got change, you better get in a regular line too, because it's it's cash or credit in and out. Go. The whole point of it is to make the system faster, not slower. Yes. That's fantastic. I believe in in efficiency as much as possible. I don't. Uh, we have very little time to ourselves these days. Right. So yes, it's important. There's nothing wrong with a man who wants to smoke a cigar or enjoy a cigarette. I understand uh, they're no good for you. I understand that you're not allowed to have them these days. I understand that just the fact that I could see somebody within a two mile radius smoking a cigarette means that I am prone to uh, lung cancer and. But uh, it's okay. <laughs> you survive. You, yeah, <coughs> it's it's it's. Re- I think it's ridiculous I'm the worst, that we man. outlaw. I'm the worst because kind of I'm I'm an ex smoker. Cigarettes really bother me. Do they? Oh yeah, especially like if they're right right in front of the fucking door. Now that's just rude in my opinion. Like if you're just like I agree. With like that. if I have to walk through your cloud of smoke to get to the entrance. There's something wrong. You're in the wrong spot. You know. I agree with that. <clears throat> that, that, that that falls with uh, res- respect and respect in other people's. Yeah, space. exactly. Um, I mean, and then I've I've heard that too. That ex-smokers are the worst because when you smoke, you don't really smell the way you smell. You right. you become used to it. It's it's what they called what on those commercials nose blind. I guess you get nose blind to the way that like when I stop smoking within two weeks, I'm like, holy shit, does this stink? <laughs> wow, is that what I smelled like? Well, I, yeah, I mean, I still, I still enjoy cigars are a different cigar. story. I, I have a I have cigars a pipe can smell that I enjoy good. every once in a while. Yeah. Um, but if I go to a cigar shop and I have a cigar, I get home and my coat stays on the porch. Yeah. <laughs> because it's it's a brutal it's a brutal situation. As much ventilation as they think they have in yeah. cigar shops, you still smell <laughs> like the Union Hall whenever you get home. See, now, if it's a good cigar, though, it can actually have a pleasant smell. Oh, yeah. Because it's like good tobacco. It doesn't have all those chemicals and other shit in it that right. they put in cigarettes to try to kill you. I mean, to keep you addicted. I mean, to, <laughs> to kill you. you. I mean, yeah. to keep you addicted and kill you. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing There's nothing wrong with uh, with with cigarettes or cigars or, or a pipe, but to each their own. Again, be right. res- it's all about being respectful. <laughs> you, you don't, you're not going to... Even if it's like I don't take cigars into a regular bar and expect that it's okay that I light up in a regular bar because right. you can smoke in there, because they don't necessarily have There's the proper a, ventilation. Right. <laughs> There's a lot more smoke coming out of that cigar than there is a cigarette. Right. I, I can remember people having those conversations in bars. They're like, "But you're smoking a cigarette, yeah? But you're smoking a fucking torpedo right there. <laughs> Holy shit, that thing's huge. And I mean huge." So what else? What, do you have any other man man tips? What makes a good man? Uh, beards, I I have such a problem with beards. Yeah? Because I have a beard. Yeah. But part of that is laziness. Mm-hmm. Part of it is to hide my fatness. Yeah. Uh, part of it is I like the look of a beard. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a beard needs to be conditioned. <laughs> um, beard conditioner. I don't think Love I need special gel yeah. for my beard. Beard wax. Yeah, pl- plenty of men have had plenty of long beards over the course of mankind, yeah. and they didn't need uh, special shampoo. beard. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have played with the mustache wax a little bit just because that's fun. Okay. Uh, like if you wanted to do a handlebar or a something. Raleigh fingers. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the whole beard, 
I don't get it. I mean, I'll brush it out a little bit, you know, because I have a mustache brush and I'll use it on the beard to kind of get it in place. Right. But I'm not using product and shit on there. Right. Yeah. Every once in a while, if I've been working in the yard, uh, I might throw a little shampoo in it. Yeah. Otherwise, it gets soap, just like everything else. Yeah, there's there's (laughs) certainly fucking no no need to, yeah. Special beard shampoo. Right. I mean, the joke, the the, the running joke back in the day... As I say, you know, because I'm such an old man. Yeah. But the running joke was, you're you're married, or you when the when your significant other moves in, uh, the man had a razor and a toothbrush, and there were forty <laughs> other products there that were all the wives. <laughs> now it's equal. Yeah. And there's a problem with that. Yes. I need to put on my mask before I go to sleep. Right. Uh, I got to rub some product on in the morning. It's like, what was it? Uh, American Psycho in the, in the beginning where he does all those those products and puts everything right. on. Yeah. Maybe that was the beginning of that because he looked good. <clears throat> Christian Bale, Batman. Yeah. The the, day, the days of manscaping. I mean, as far as I go, uh, I, I definitely trim the eyebrows because if not, I'd look like the... Uh, uh, the guy from the Wizard of Oz that let Dorothy in. <laughs> well, good for you. You have some nice hearty eyebrows. See, mine are going away. I, I'm like losing my eyebrows, so I don't do anything to them. If I get a long one, I'm like excited. I'm, like just comb that over, right? But no, I mean, the, I think the I think the biggest thing is to just uh, it's, it's, uh, it's so hard to explain what it means to just be an honest individual. Yeah, because. It, sh- it shouldn't be. I mean, it's right. like it should just be something that we, I think everybody knows. Like, if you look inside yourself, I think you know what you're supposed to do. You know what's right and what's wrong. Right. For the most part. I mean, unless you're a sociopath or something. But um, the, the common person walking around out there knows what to do and knows right from wrong. And it shouldn't, my b- big thing is it shouldn't be because there's a law for it. It should be because you understand it's the right thing to do. Right. And I think that that's the difference from the way that I was raised and the way the kids today are being raised. Well, yeah, and I never thought yeah. I would be that person to go kids today, even though that's now in my sentence in, the, in my vocabulary. There's a huge difference. You know, like I learned that there were consequences for my actions because I used to get my ass beat right. if I was wrong. You can't do that now because it's child abuse. Right. Yet thousands of years. I'm not talking about like hardcore true child abuse where the child is being injured. I'm talking about a smack on the ass with a paddle once or twice. Right. You know, I see that, that, and that's the way that things were done for thousands and thousands of years. We're so enlightened now that we've thrown away thousands of years of child rearing to adopt these new ideas. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's wrong. I don't know. I guess that's why I have to die eventually (laughs) because I have all these old ideas and I can't accept all. I try my best, but there are some of the new ideas where I'm just like that, I can't I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, that's that's the hardest thing. And I think that's a lot of the conversation that we like to have on the Caveman Mafia podcast. We try to keep it light, but in all sincerity, it's about common sense yeah. and understanding each other. We talk about topics like I've been to the movie theater and people were talking behind me or an old woman in front of me was eating caramels and was throwing the one wrapper at a time on the floor oh, instead of just putting the wrapper back into her bag of caramels and then throwing it away. Just because it's not your house doesn't mean, or just wow. because we pay somebody to clean up the theater doesn't mean that they need to clean up a fucking pigsty. There's no, there's no respect yeah, for that exactly person. There's no respect for that person's job at all. That's exactly it. Well, on that note, what can we expect from the uh, the new and improved Caveman Mafia? 
Well, aside from the recipes. We, yeah, we can expect recipes that men would like. You can expect conversations, topics of things that are going on in the world that we think is relevant to, to man. I mean, we talked about the election, which is relevant to everybody. Um, so we're looking that we're coming up with newer episodes are going to be um, gifts for men, nice. um, cigars, alcohol, um, you know, how how bring ourselves back around the campfire yeah. or bring ourselves to the speakeasy where you could go and shoot the shit and have quote unquote locker room talk without people being offended right. about it. And then of, <clears throat> of course we're going to bring you uh, the news that you may have missed, not the news that's shown on your regular evening news, mm-hmm. but the, the crazy stories, the Florida's the Poland's the Russian, whatever nonsense yeah. is going on. Um, <laughs> in, reality the dumb the dumb things that people do yeah. to themselves um and we're gonna bring you some uh adult tips oh nice on uh how to be a our good friend lover. dick dangle yes interviews with a porn star right and uh yeah that I, I think that's kind of fun because it's not as it's it's a lot more highbrow than you would expect it if then you know some people would expect if i just say tips from a porn star right um, some of the ladies and gentlemen that we talked to had some really deep and poignant opinions on things, you know, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that too. And I'm going to try to bring some stuff from, uh, man tips from the forties and fifties, you know, there the you good go. part of it, not, not right. the, not the go out and, and be a racist or go out and be misogynistic, but it's okay to be a man. And this is how you can be a better man. You know, there was what was the movie that Robert De Niro was in recently where he was somebody was it the intern? Yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah. And and I and it's interesting because he's with a group of millennials, right? Yes. And he's cut from the old cloth because he's Robert De Niro. And it, like little things like carrying a handkerchief, you know. My I, I saw that and my grandfather actually had said the same thing once. He's like, You don't carry it for you, you carry it for the ladies. Right. Because if they're upset or they sneeze or whatever, you have a clean handkerchief to give to them. And it's just like etiquette, you know. It's like some of those things have been lost, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, did you did you enjoy that movie? I I saw probably about three quarters of it. I didn't see the entire thing. Yeah, I I I, I take my time when it comes to um, sitting down with uh, any quote unquote date night movie. Yeah, they they tend to they tend to get lower on the list for me. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. I haven't seen it yet, though. It's um but- it's an interest interesting juxtaposition of the modern man to the the old school man right which i think you you might enjoy yeah absolutely um, i love robert de niro so yeah de niro's a good actor too i mean it's and that's what i liked about it. i mean based it's it's basically everything we've been talking about today it's it's you're looking at these this generation gap and it's de niro is you know obviously from an older generation than ours too so right. you know i mean you're looking at a couple steps back and you're looking at kind of i think the last bastion of the proper gentleman to kind of modern society and the the woman the actress has essentially Anne that Hathaway, same yeah. she has essentially that line in the movie where she's like this is what you guys should be right this is what you lost you know and i felt that way about myself many times so like when i was in my early 30s i'm like i'm just a 30 year old boy i'm not a man i mean hell my grandfather he was a man at 17 i um, see it every day when you, you go to the grocery store or you're just you're just out in public and you see how people behave and you're just like that's not that's not it, man. Yeah. That's that's not the right Something's way. That's lost. Not how, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to uh to, to being part of the crew on on uh, the Caveman Mafia and 
having something to do where I don't actually have to do all the editing myself. There you go. But I need that outlet, you know? I need that, that opportunity to, to, to speak my mind. Because everything else I do is scripted. Right. You know? The Lift and the Wicked Library, which are both fantastic. Excited about those. Excited about the new seasons. But I need something a little more freeform on occasion. All right, so that's it for this show. Uh, 418, we'll see you again. Say goodbye, Mike. Have a good night, y'all.